Do we want to start with news or anything? Was there anything? I don't. There's, there's anything. Any news happening? Nothing really new. I pulled up uh, something with Trish being on her way. Maybe we can talk about Ariel Hawani and the and the Tony Khan. Oh my gosh, that was so funny! So yeah. Drama. It's it's really uh, yeah. It's it's kind of. It's 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 almost like people are the WWE's kind of like instigating it. They're like laughing, like yeah, see, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I Ariel, I like Ariel Hawani, Ariel, however you say it. Like that's their puppet for throwing shots, so they don't have to throw shots. They can use him as a puppet to throw shots. Ugh. Crazy. Maybe we can bring that up. Maybe did I, did any of you listen to the the Tony Khan Ariel Hawani that this is all kind of circulating around? I did watch. I saw that the tweets. I did I, watch. I watched, the watched it. And he did dodge questions, but at the time, this was like maybe a month removed, month or two removed from the fight. Too many things had been leaked. Too much he said, yeah, she said. He can't I feel like Tony went him. through like a he media thing, and they were like, "Don't say it. Just, just keep your fucking mouth shut." And yeah. unfortunately, Ariel got the uh, you know caught in the crosshairs of having to deal with media trained Tony Khan, who doesn't want to give anything away. You know. Well, the thing is, I mean. I'm sure Tony's legal counsel, aka his sister, said make a break. Yeah. No comment on this because there's an investigation going on and anything you say is gonna mess with the investigation. Absolutely. And just tell me how you were feeling. Dude, if I was upset, it's gonna come up in court. Yep. If I was happy, like I can't talk about it. Right. And if I, I was scared, like you know who, You can't talk about it. Exactly. Like you can't. Maybe once it's over, you can go back and kind of look back at it and discuss it then. But yeah, not in the when it just happened. You it's can't really feel like thing. we're never gonna get we're never gonna get the full story from Tony. I feel like they might no. couple, you know, maybe like an AEW person after they leave AEW, they might be able to give a little bit of an insight. But I don't, I don't feel like we're ever gonna get the full story from Tony or or Mega. Maybe I, even Punk. I, don't know. I feel like honestly. I feel like we'll see Punk back to move the needle, to make the money, to draw the draw, draw the numbers. So I think the draw. I think, I think push will come to shove, and everyone will reluctantly let him back. That's what I think, personally. Just an opinion, but I can see it happening, and it will draw. Those minute by minutes. I mean, you got to look at those. The number numbers don't lie. You know, As so, the numbers sorry, that, Eric Bischoff. The numbers don't lie. Let's talk about the numbers that Punk was, uh, you know, bringing in for Rampages millions, right? And now they're down to what three hundred thousand, if that eight hundred thousand. I don't that. know. Yeah, that. yeah. It, it was real bad. They had the the worst, the least viewers like this last week, but they were preempted to seven p.m. But still, I don't know. Yeah, weren't they dealing with All Star Game stuff or something? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and and remember how like Punk it didn't matter what show Punk was happy to like. People were like, "Why is he on Rampage? Why is he on Elevation?" Because he wants to raise. You know, I, I still remember people were giving him shit when he came back. Like, why is he going on the B shows? He probably wants to raise. He doesn't care. He's just like, I just want to oh, raise, yeah, raise work viewership, or, raise yeah. awareness. Probably wants to work. Awareness. Then. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, and elevate the brand. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. It's called elevation. You know, yeah. he wants to elevate. Yeah, that's what we're doing here. He wants yeah. to work dark. Hell yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I never really understood like when the internet community was like, "Oh, why is Jeff Jeff Hardy came back and he's working?" You know, because they were like making fun of like, "Oh, Jeff Hardy on WWE, he was working like the main event, like the, 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 yeah. the show main event." And then those same fans are like, "Well, he's working, he's working dark and elevation now. It's the same thing. What happened?" Well, you know, maybe. Well, the story I heard for one of those Hardy matches was. They were going to get less time on Dynamite. And Tony's like, would you rather get more time and go on the YouTube show? Or would you rather get a shorter cut match on Dynamite? And they're like, let's just do it for the fans and then put it on the YouTube show. And I think I don't see anything wrong with once in a while, like an attraction name going down to YouTube. Going down. I'm saying it like it's a developmental. Going down down to YouTube. While you're wrestling on YouTube, you know, I'd rather I'd rather get a match that's longer on YouTube with, you know, less commercial breaks, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd rather watch in front of what, 50 people. I don't know what the cap is, you know, in Orlando, like. But a small room. Yeah, I'd take that. I like that little Mm. ledge they have at the entrance area. Yeah, (laughs) I like the setup. I like the setup. It, it it's the same as like the impact uh zone. Right. Same place. Those remind me of that. Yeah. Well, same, it's the same place. place, literally. Same place, literally. Oh, I've been to the impact zone. Okay, so that's where they shoot dark. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Dang, and it's funny because they uh like Max Castor makes fun of it all the time. He's like He's he's gonna send Jeff Jarrett back to the impact zone and like they're there already. <laughs> like you're already there. <laughs> he's gonna like change that's the where set. You're filming. <laughs> wow, that's a trip. That's I a think trip. there's some story. If we're covering news stuff, there's some story about how uh, Revolution isn't really draw, selling a lot of tickets right now. Like pre-sales are really low for Revolution. Ooh, I haven't read that. I, haven't, I, I also think there like, was. You know, I saw thirty thirty-two dollar tickets. I was trying to trying to get. But they were go. Are you gonna go or what? No, I'm not gonna go. Uh, it's cool. I like watching at home. With I can't sit through 60 minutes of MJF running away. <laughs> it's be a long match. It's gonna be a long match. It is gonna be a long match. I'm sure I'm Brian will find a way to make it fun though. Yeah, yeah, it's it'll not be good. Like <laughs> they're not they're not gonna do the the Roman Reigns Sami Zayn hold for like five minutes or whatever that was. Before. <laughs> before it'll be all right well on that note uh what's up welcome to the gimmick street wrestling podcast i am funky samadina and i'm alongside comedian pratik nipple bottom was it nipple bottom is that what you said so this is a very (laughs) this is a very rabbit holy thing but we clearly we have the time um (laughs) but uh (laughs) If you follow uh, KO Comedy Club, the virtual comedy club, if you follow Comedy Hub on on Twitch, uh, there was somebody for a while in the Twitch sphere who would, you know, we do these stand-up shows. There would be live Twitch users who could interact with the show. And there was a user who first changed their name to Pratik's mom. They were impersonating. (laughs) Um, And everybody's like, how do you know for sure it wasn't your mom? Like, my mom barely likes using Facebook. She's not going to go on Twitch. She has no interest. In Fortnite and fucking DJ music streams, hell fucking. And then so it went from Pratik's mom, and then the username became Mother Dimple Bottom, and it just just keeps evolving into these things. So what I was like is, yeah, Nipple Bottom must be a real last name. So first I said it was a family name, then I said it was a law office, and it's two law partners, Jim Nipple and Tim Bottom. You know, like they 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 just get together, they're gonna get you a structured settlement. So. 
Um, basically, I lose my mind doing Zoom comedy, and I'm like, oh, I could do, I could try to work actual material or just ramble about nipple bottoms for 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> I heard you say that on the show the other night, and I was like, I got to bring that up when I introduce him. Hell yeah. I, I, I did drop a reference to Gimmick Street during you that. Oh, hell yeah. I was like, if you want to hear more about this, you got to tune into Gimmick Street Wrestling. He dropped, he dropped just a, a little tiny bit of drama, and he's like, if you want to hear more, Gimmick Street yeah, Wrestling yeah. Podcast. <laughs> I was like, I'll tell you who which comic I don't like, but you got to tune in. Hell yeah. And now, and now, for those of you that are tuning in, uh, you got to wait till the end of the podcast after <laughs> our sponsors and our plugs, then I will reveal the who I don't like. You got to wait till the end, you know, or you can fast forward, you know. <laughs> Hell yeah. And we also got the CM Punk loving out of Florida, Xavier Vacuna. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do love CM Punk, but he betrayed me and broke my heart. Oh, but we'll oh, see no. what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we shall. We shall. There, there are, there's, there's strong rumor. I know we were talking about before we got going. Uh, there, there are strong rumors he might be coming back. I mean, again, he's in the video game. Like, he's they're not going to. Right, and they never said goodbye to him. He's not like gone. He's still under contract. He's still under contract. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I would like to see it happen. I'd like to see him come back if we could all get along, you know. If we could. ah, You should be, man. The question is does he come back and does he go, like, I think come back, but then don't go straight to Bucks and Omega feud. Like, do feud with some other guys, elevate some other guys. Eventually, we can get that feud, but maybe not right away. Like let him let him do what he was doing, build some new guys up. Um, you know, one more ma- rubber the rubber match with MJF. We we want the rubber match. Um, I'd love to see one more with Joe. I'd love to see Ooh, that. Match, that'd be amazing. There's so yeah. many. There's so many matches. Daniel Bryan. When was the last time he wrestled Daniel Bryan? Like, because it, it was even or even even off. with even side by side. Something. Like, something You've never too. seen them share the ring during this whole run. Yeah. Punk no Omega, shit. Punk on Forbidden Door. I mean, oh something. yeah, we didn't even so get that. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, didn't even punk, get that. Uh, punk on commentary with a broken foot. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> With a broken spirit. <laughs> That's what he has now. Hey, he needs he needs to wear that shirt. I'm t- I'm I'm hurt. I'm tired. I'm, um, I'm old. I wear work with children. Somebody made a shirt like uh, uh like a bootleg. But I want I want the pro wrestling tee punk shirt. Yeah, there. It's money. It's money. He'll move the needle. We were <laughs> we were talking about the ratings before we were uh, before we were tracking those rampage ratings with him on it. We're out of this world. Mm-hmm. Every so, week. Yeah. Week after week after week. And he wasn't even wrestling. So, no. No, he was just right? coming to the ring and doing the same promo about being back. And, and being stoked to be back and being happy guy punk, you know? I, give me a heel punk. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. They it's, did. Yeah. And look what happened. <sighs> Not that much heel, dude. He turned like, heel he on the did. company. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing, too. Maybe he should come back as heel, for sure. Yeah. He should. He should. He could definitely come back like with a chip on his shoulder. Oh yeah. Go back for this title or he comes in, yeah. he comes out, he calls he calls out Tony Khan. He's like, <laughs> I leave and what do you do? You put Colt Cabana on TV, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> my door's a- almost o- my door's always open unless you hit it on my dog Larry. 
<laughs> oh, and we haven't seen Colt on TV since. No, just that. Well, I mean, he had this. I honestly think it's because he dropped Jericho off the top turnbuckle onto the floor. Like, there was a really bad botch he did. Ooh, I didn't catch yeah. that. I, yeah. I want to go back and watch. I didn't even. Yeah, now I want to go back and watch. There yeah, no, like he like he like set Jericho up like on the top rope, and then like he made Jericho fall backwards onto the floor. And Jericho took a spill. Yeah, Jericho took a spill. And I remember seeing that going. Oh, that's going to cost him his job. That's going to cost him his job. And also, you know, Punk at home was like, ha, 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 right. Who <laughs> Punk is probably watching that going. Who's the cancer now? There you go. <laughs> On the next episode of Gimmick Street, find out, <laughs> who, find the out who the cancer is. <laughs> it's like an episode of House. Punk's questions answered and more. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, there's not there's not a lot in the news. The news front it wasn't pretty uneventful as far as like outside the ring stuff. Oh, we did hear the alleged asking price of WWE nine billion. Oh, nine, nine. million. Nine billion. Oh, Doctor Evil. Nine billion. It's funny billion. though because I re- what I read was uh, WWE was like appraised at six point five billion, but the yep. asking price was nine billion. Yeah, <laughs> higher valuation. It, yeah. to, I've watched I enough mean, Shark Tank to know sure, that's how much we're worth. But if you want it, you'll pay nine billion for it. <laughs> how is yeah. that not a sketch? Vince McMahon strutting into Shark Tank. <laughs> I got this code. I got this. Got this ring. Billion. Got it from my dad. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's like selling a T-shirt on eBay, right? Like it's like I'm gonna list it for a hundred and hope I get like fucking sixty bucks right. for it. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. So you don't want to start at your asking price. You start. Hell no. Always shoot above. Always shoot above. Shoot your shot. Above. Nine billion dollars. Yeah. yeah. You guys want to get a few people together? And uh, raise the money. <laughs> It'll pull our money. Yeah. Yeah, dude. We'll start a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> it's either WWE buy. or Chat GPT. Is one of those. <laughs> we'll be able to buy. We'll be able to buy the NWA off Billy Corgan before we could buy. Yo. Oh yeah. Fuck and then you're gonna, we're going to say we're going to say two days. The great. <laughs> <laughs> I actually there's a, there's a tea house that he has in Chicago and I went to it to do a show and he was oh, there. Um, no way, oh, Billy Corgan. Yeah, and I did my pro wrestling joke because he was there. Get out of and then and then after, because you know he's probably sick of people talking about Smashing Pumpkins, so I, I asked him a little bit about NWA and he he answered a couple questions, but then he like he's like he kept looking around and I'm like why is he looking around? And he's like hey, I think this lady in front row is trying to stalk me, so I'm gonna leave. So yeah, just just uh-huh. keep doing. And then he left. And then it turned out that lady in the front row who brought her kid to the show was, was there to talk. Uh, yeah, it was stunning. <laughs> <What? laughs> no, no, I'm sure it wasn't. That's funny. <laughs> wait, so wait, who was she just? What was she? Just Some lady? random woman. Yeah, it was not, you know, <laughs> <laughs> what Sonny wants, Sonny gets. You know, it's not. Yeah. Just a random lady. I think this lady's stalking me. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, this funny. Th- like Billy Corgan, you know, he thinks everybody's after him. He is a little, uh, you know, paranoid, but maybe that comes with the territory. Yeah. He's just a rat in the cage, man. So I remember uh, when Billy Corgan was at ECW in the 90s. <laughs> I didn't catch that at all. I totally missed that. Yeah. I mean, it was like he was there for like, you know, a night or whatever. Yeah. yeah. 
That's cool though. That's cool though. Hell yeah, yeah. I never yeah, watched it, but I heard the uh, there was a Tommy Dreamer interview. I think with uh, Sam Roberts where he talked about like he's like who's he literally thought Billy Corgan was like a cancer make a wish kid in the locker room. Like who's this who's this skinny <laughs> old guy in the locker room? And everybody's like, no, 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 he's in a band. Of course, Tommy Dreamer doesn't you know really follow music or anything, so he's just like, who's this make a wish kid here? <laughs> 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 wow. way, way, way to be sensitive, Tommy. Yeah. Tommy Dreamer putting his foot in the mouth? What? That never happens. Oh. Yeah, I was say, Tommy Dreamer is the one that got canceled because he defended Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> Died on that fucking hill, man. He was, he, was, he was married to that. He could not. He wanted to die. He wanted to get crucified on that fucking he hill. Die on that hill with his ponytail, his double he ponytail. <laughs> Everybody gets offended nowadays. I have a, w, a double ponytail. Nah, that's going to offend somebody. I'm like, yeah, but you're not helicoptering your ponytail. Like, <laughs> oh, I do remember him saying, oh, that yeah. was the documentary, right? Him saying, I have a yeah, dark side of the ring. The, uh, oh, the, my gosh. Tommy Dreamer. That dark side almost killed dark side of the ring. There should be a dark side about the dark side. There should. There should. The, the episode that almost ruined. That almost killed. Like, a, a lot of talent. Have they been trying to get uh, talent for this new season, and certain people aren't going back because they're like, "Oh, my comments will get misconstrued." Blah blah blah. You know, there's Jr. Jr. refuses JR. to go. Back. Yeah, he was he was not happy, but I think he came back right, or he's doing something. And I think you know, Cornette came back, but Cornette will go anywhere, <laughs> wherever the fucking paycheck is. Oh, they're gonna give me a microphone. I don't have to travel to Canada. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> They're coming to my house, like oh. my house. Yeah, <laughs> they're coming to Castle Cornet. Yeah. <laughs> He'll do it. And you know why he loves? Because Dark Side made Vince Russo even look like a bigger fool, especially Brawl for All. He come Vince yeah. Russo looks like coming off like an idiot in that episode. And oh, yeah. yeah, I know, uh, I know, Cornet is just like yes, yes, keep making. <laughs> yeah, Vince Russo is the worst. Yeah, honestly, he's, he's come on, bro. Like no, like no one. The worst. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I enjoy. I enjoy me some Vince Russo sometimes. Uh, I, even if he's like just like I can listen to Vince Russo read the phone book. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, sure, his voice is a little silly, but it just, just, I mean, I, if we're talking yeah, about him as just uh, an entertaining, like he's an anomaly. Yeah, he's entertaining. Character. He's a fun, sure. entertaining storyteller. As a Booker who like basically created the gimmick that killed Owen Hart. Like, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of him as a booker, you know. Yeah. Um, Judy Bagwell on a pull match. Judy yeah, Bagwell. Judy I'm match. good, dude. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, yes, he created the brood that led to, like, Edge getting – he did have that thing in the Attitude Era where every – even, like, you know, the jobberist of jobbers had a storyline. Like, I do the think edge. that's a good technique. Yeah. He and had we that edge, right? We wouldn't have Edge if it weren't for the brood because they were figuring out – but they were originally going to – you know what the rumor was? The, uh, I, it was some interview with Gangrel – but they were going to bring in Edge as Heidenreich. He was going to stand and sing poems, or he was going to do the Heidenreich thing. Oh, what? That's that awful. Weird. I'm so glad they, they were able to do the brood, you know, for whatever it you was. Know, you when know, when they first started showing the Edge vignettes, um, and they didn't really, like, give any context to it, I thought it was Triple H in a trench coat. <laughs> I was like, "What are they giving Triple H a new gimmick? What's happening here?" I remember, I remember those vignettes, and I, I was definitely like interested. I was enthralled. Like, I, I was just like, "Oh, like the new, edgy, no pun intended, right? Oh, Young, 
Crash, Chris. And again, the entrance was Dark. great. The presentation was great. The oh. chalice, he would bring that chalice down. And again, best talk about music. Like, talk about how music oh, makes. Yeah. And that entrance with the fire. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Yeah. And even before that, when Edge was, you know, coming through the arena, like coming through the audience. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Early and 98, 97-ish. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great. What, what, what is just what like a career, right? Just Edge in general. It's crazy because uh, uh, I saw a thing that said Edge was wrestling longer than Theory's been alive. Wow! They had a match on Monday. They did. They did. Yeah. Um, that was a good match. Um, that was a pretty that. good match. I mean, we weren't expecting. I was expecting either Edge was going to get pinned in the. <laughs> Uh, pay-per-view or in raw so it's like yeah he's got a you know he was gonna put someone over might as well be dirty shenanigans with theory you know yeah <laughs> uh, the right way to do it but yeah. the that you want to give some heat to heat, theory oh yeah like that ottawa crowd oh that can of crowd oh. was not it didn't help that they just did that promo where he's like yeah i started my my second match was here in ottawa like fuck you're just That's you're getting on thick for that <laughs> classic wwe you gotta lose in your hometown at some point yep. gotta do it <laughs> gotta make them feel for it gotta make them feel pal come on pal come on pal i'm billion pal i'm gonna love you on your back pal <laughs> <laughs> Money's in the chase now. <laughs> so we had a pay per view, you guys. Uh, did you did you guys watch SmackDown last week? Uh, uh, in Montreal, leading up to Elimination Chamber, I caught the highlights of it, and yeah, that promo was the. Oh one. yeah, I saw the Sammy promo. That's I mean, that's all, all I that really mattered was that Sammy. Uh, you know, no more, no more talking about Britt Baker in Pittsburgh. I want people to make me feel like Sammy's in Montreal. That was, you know, the moments where you think rest, like, you know, they say, like, the blurring of the lines. Like, when that single tear went down, uh, <sighs> Zane, who, again, you know, we've been we, we've known him for years. We've been loving him for years. You know, he should have won a title years ago. Like, that in that moment, I was just like, yeah, this has all been leading up to that. You know, the guy got pinned by a mousetrap this time last year in the Donnie Knoxville match. Like, this is this is such a culmination of what he's been working for. You know, it was yeah. it was perfect. It was you know, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we'll get into the pay per view later, but that that singular SmackDown moment that was you know well done. Uh, I'm sure they. I'm, I'm glad they fit it all in time. I was thinking when that when that chant was going, uh, I was like, oh man, how are they gonna get it under the you know? Because it's Fox Live. How are they gonna do it? And then I don't know if you guys, I DVR'd it. Uh, it kept cutting out, and I guess the reason it kept cutting out on the broadcast was the crowd was loudly chanting fuck you roman and they you know what you know, yeah because it cut out for me too and i was wondering what happened and i read that's that later. Why. it was the fuck you roman it's yeah. a national network uh peacock had the fuck you roman chance though those were you know and they let that they let that go on the peacock you know on the cock as they on say the cock. <laughs> <laughs> i was watching on twitter Pat mcafee says he calls the cock yeah. conrad says uh, take your cock out or pull your yeah. cock out <laughs> Save with Cockrad. <laughs> <laughs> Save with Cockrad. He's gonna steal that. I know. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible TV. Uh, I, I don't. I can't really recall, um, like a like such a momentous hometown pop. Yeah, really. I mean, that you know? really was like his crowning moment. 
And you called it, Sam, like a week or two ago, last time we tracked. You're like, wow, they're going to waste the pop like on SmackDown. You know what, though? I, I, I take that back because <laughs> the pop was so big, they had, to get out, they had to get it out of the way. Yeah. They had to get it out it, of the way not, first. And it's it not like the pop was diminished on the pay-per-view. Like, it, in fact, I listened to the press conference of Triple H, and he's like, oh, we weren't sure the pop would be you know, just as big as paper. I think it was louder. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, it was there. The it was there. It was it was on point. Yeah. It also helped he went back to the old song, you know, with the That's gonna yeah. It everything. The the story, the song. It it just it's perfect. Coverage all week. You know, he was it's doing local Montreal oh, Gosh. And like his whole and, entire and, career, and, I mean, you know, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but like his whole entire career, like he's been the lovable loser. And so like for him to get to this level and you know he doesn't necessarily take home the title, but I feel like this is like his his crowning moment. Like he's worked his entire life for for this weekend, for this moment. The underdog rises. Yeah, you know, he becomes the ultimate underdog. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good storytelling. I don't know, it was beautiful. It was good, momentous. We'll be yeah. talking about this for years, and if not us, uh future podcasters you know future podcasters our children you know uh, yeah future, <laughs> yeah remember that it, time it, in 2023 when sammy was in montreal yeah and the bloodline in general it, it, it's just you know eric bischoff is out here saying that it's bigger than than the nwo Dang. to me that is just crazy sure like in context Maybe yes, but but just the fact that it it has taken on its this whole just it's an entity. This storyline has has just carried the company and carried this talent. Like look at where we are, you know, just organic. Yeah, and it's crazy because uh, the whole story starts in April of last year with Sami Zayn, anyway, and he's on a mission to to get his credibility back because. His credibility was to the floor, and he wanted to like to get the respect he deserves. And then he goes; it ends up in, in the end of his story ends up in Montreal. And they didn't expect that when they first started doing this. Like it was so organic, just the whole the whole year. And that was yeah, Triple it's H. Supposed to be a what was it like a two month program uh, or whatever? Yeah. Right. That was the the, the goal or like the projected. Uh... Yeah, and it caught fire. And that was it's under cool. Triple H's regime, you know, the mm-hmm. last year, the whole the whole bloodline, basically. Yeah, one of the greatest, uh, probably storylines in wrestling history. To this, you know, at this point, maybe. Yeah, it was really good. It was really fun. Yeah, I I, I do think Rome and Roman's doing his best work as the as the bad guy. You know, people are talking about Emmy nominations. I don't know how that that would be the first. I've never seen a wrestling. Wow. They can get an Emmy nomination, but you know, weird. Wow. It's up there. It's up there. Um, oh, speaking of the fucky Roman chants, it's funny because you know, a couple of years ago, those were like they they didn't want those. You know, those were like so sad and scary for them. But now it's like music to their ears. Oh yeah, they're like, oh wow, he's really over. Turn it down. You know, mute <laughs> it. Like, yeah. Do you guys remember the raw the raw after Mania thirty three? Roman had defeated the Undertaker, and they kicked off that raw. With Roman just standing in the arena, 
and they they're letting every boo breathe. They're like, boo. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And he just took oh, it. Everything. And he just and he took, took it. it. Yeah. And I gotta, I gotta hand it to, I gotta hand it to Joe. I gotta hand it to Roman, uh, uh, Joanna Y. He, he took it. He, he, he stood in that pocket, and they chanted everything, asshole, everything. He stood there, and all he, he kept, and he kept doing this thing where he put his mic, and then he'd go back down. And and he only back. said, he all he said was, "It's this my, is my yard, yard now." Yeah, and then drop the mic and end a segment. That it takes a special caliber of performer to deal with all, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, and imagine going into that like, all right, so you're gonna go to the ring and you're gonna stand there and then they're boo you really, really hard, probably like the worst booing in the history of wrestling for like 20 minutes, <laughs> and then you just have one line to say. One line, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I should go back and watch that because that was a pretty, a pretty uh, just magical moment. I remember that powerful was, segment. Yeah, it really was. Uh, so yeah, so uh, I don't remember anything else that I'm not SmackDown, but we had a pay per view or a oh, there was it? there was a intercontinental title defense on SmackDown with uh Gunther. Oh, I don't, I don't count Matt Cat Moss. <laughs> and <laughs> I will say, if I, I watched the match back because I'm, I'm just I'm like I'm loving Gunther and I just want to watch all this shit. I've been going back and watching the Ricochet Gunther matches, the Shinsuke Gunther matches, Ooh. it's a good match. Shinsuke Gunther, that sounds good. Shinsuke Gunther was a a shame that they never they were they had all this. It was a week. It was like weeks long, weeks long program where Shinsuke's fighting Ludwig. He's fighting um, I forget the other guy's name in Imperium. Sorry, everybody. I don't even I don't even know his name. Yeah, so he's going through all the different Imperium guys. Then he gets to Gunther, and it's just like, how did they not do this on a pay per view? These were all just SmackDown matches, which is great. I get SmackDown's the wrestling show. I get what they're trying to do, but. That easily could have been a pay per view defense. They could have Absolutely. given Shinsuke deserved that platform. I'm sure he's getting paid very well, you know, but he's getting getting to have his sake bombs or whatever. But no, <laughs> he's, he's a drinker. Terrible. I yeah. saw a post uh, yesterday. I think that Gunther is 200 days away from the Honky Tonk Man's all time intercontinental record, but 200 days is a long time. It's a long time. We're coming so we'll in mania, mania season, baby. Things change. Yeah, yeah. We'll really bring some problems to that title. I would, I would really love to see him become the longest running Intercontinental Champion. I think he yeah. deserves it. Yeah, he he he's really propelling that that title, and I like how uh, WWE is kind of focusing on, you know, bringing those titles like the US title, the IC title, kind of to more prominence. You know, to where they belong, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah, and I don't think I respected that design of the belt as much Same. as I do now. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I hated it, but I hate it. I hated it too. But like yeah, the old I, for one. him, I don't know. I just like it with him. It works with him. Yeah, it yeah. works with him. Yeah, it, it becomes well, what's that saying? Like the title makes the person, or the the person makes the title, right? But yeah, it, it's fitting. Like it looks, it's like okay. Like you just get used to it, you know. You're like, okay, like yeah, yeah. And it's funny, like, um, completely off off topic, I guess. But a lot of people are saying that if Cody Rhodes wins the title, he'll bring back the old school Winged Eagle title. But like, the funny thing is, he's the one who brought back the old school IC title years ago, right? So it's kind of fitting if he does do it. I would love to see that's his gimmick. Yeah, I wouldn't hate it. I really wouldn't hate it. That's I still, anytime I go to the pay-per-views and I see in the shop that winged eagle, I'm like, man, I want to get one one day. Those, those. That's the good. greatest belt of all time. I love yeah. that belt. 
I like I'm more of a '98 Winged Eagle guy, but yeah, I'll take it. yeah, yeah. I'm more of an Attitude Winged Eagle, but I'll take that one. Like it, I it's love just, that one, man. That's the Hulk Hogan one, the Bret Hart one, right? That's like the timeless, like it's your childhood in a, yeah. in a belt. It's it... yeah, in a nutshell. Here you go. The only the only one that comes close to for me is that Smoking Skull Austin. Oh god, just because like how cool it is. Yeah. I had the plastic. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. Like the Walmart one. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got a bunch of those. Oh yeah, little foam ones. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Ten dollars. <laughs> there was a commemorative. I think it's still on the. I think they still sell it, sell it on WWE.com. There's like a commemorative when Taker retired. They did a commemorative Taker belt in the Taker oh. colors, but it's, but it's the winged easel, winged eagle design in the purple and the black, and then it comes yeah. in a coffin carrying case. I'm like, holy yes. shit! I've seen I, that. I, I've seen. I that. want that. It's but it's like it's it's almost a grand. I'm like, yeah, that, oh, man. Yeah, the... When I get some money though, I'm getting that. One. There you go. Yeah, it comes in a coffin. What it comes the in a coffin? <laughs> what more do you want? What more do you want? <laughs> But what do you need from this? Oh, man. So, Montreal, Elimination Chamber. Uh, they kicked that. off with the Women's Chamber match, which was really good. Oscar uh, won. She defeated Carmella, Liv Morgan, uh, Natalia, Nikki Cross, Raquel Rodriguez. Uh, yeah, what did you guys think of this match? It was really, it was really fun. I mean, I knew they were going to start if because we knew what was going to close the show, right? So absolutely, going to have to be. They were kind of they kind of to do what they did at the Rumble, which is you're going to have to do both of the the signature pay per view matches, the Chambers. You're going to have to do one in the beginning and then one right before you know the main event. So we knew one of the Chamber matches was going to kick it off. Um, I like the women's match. Uh, definitely a little bit hard, harder, harder hitting than the last women's Chamber match. My only real critique, and and they start, and I was I was thinking like, oh, if they're going to start with the women's match. Natalia's probably going to have you know uh, an earlier uh, release from the pod because you know hometown Canadian hero, and she did. She got a great pop. You know, she came down. She um, did. You're right. She got a good pop. Uh, the crowd was very disappointed when Liv Morgan got eliminated. That definitely, everybody was really pulling for her. And I think that would have been a good face-to-face matchup. I was kind of excited for maybe Liv and Bianca because we haven't really seen that matchup yet. Yeah. You know? um, especially with Liv's new, uh, newfound attitude. With the new gift. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, is she know. like a heel? Is she going to turn? You know, I think they could have put on a really dramatic match at, at yeah. Mania. But uh, I do like Asuka. I think Asuka deserves a big match on the big Hell stage. Yeah. Uh, maybe gets a big win. Uh, I'm liking the new, what, the, well, I guess it's an old design, an old character makeup for her but it's new for a lot of the casual wwe fans and she's looking strong so so i'm happy with that uh my only real critique was just yeah it was a little usually i'm like oh these things drag too much that one kind of felt the eliminations felt rushed at the end i mean i'm looking at the times 19 minutes for a chamber match that's a little they 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 rushed it at the end oh it does sound rushed yeah you know i do i do you're right i do feel like the eliminations were pretty quick like before you knew it, there was like two yeah, people left. They're just like boom, boom, boom. I'm like, let that let that shit breathe a little bit. High spots here and there through the uh, you know through the pod and whatever. Yeah, so they sprinkled good in right, but yeah, it was quick. A quick 19, 
19 minutes, 32 seconds of just bam, 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 bam. So. It, flew, it flew by. It flew by. Yeah. It I was honestly by. surprised. Then again, I, thought, I thought Carmella was going to win. I thought Thank, was her. Uh, we have seen that matchup too much. We, you're right. You're right. But I feel like they were giving her so much spotlight since her return. Yeah, and maybe they'll do a three-way. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I'm good. No, I'd much less see Oscar. Uh, Carmella paying tribute to Lita with her outfit. <laughs> I got thongs sticking out. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And Lita's going to be a mania, right? Or am I crazy? Uh, I, I mean, she's going to be uh, next week. She's in a tag week. title match. Okay. That's what I saw. Okay. Next week. I think some. there's probably going to be – I think we all know how this is going to go, right? Shenanigans and then they – they rematch at Mania. For, uh, Mania implications? Yeah, yeah no, I think you're right. I think there's shenanigans and they rematch at Mania. And maybe Trish, that, that's the other rumor. It's going to be a three-on-three with Bailey Because Bailey's part of it. What do you do with Bailey? She's going to be on the side or something? No, you have three-on-three. You could have Lita, Trish. Oh, uh, you Becky. know what? You're right. I did hear something about that. Rumors of Trish coming back for that. I would love to see it. I was not able to go to the Evolution pay-per-view, so selfishly, I want that. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be cool. Trish, Lita, and Becky. And it gives Becky a higher... It it gives Becky a big match that isn't a title match. It's perfect. There you go. Yeah, keep keep her elevated, but not... And then the same with Bailey, too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, keep them going. Yeah, it'd be cool. That would be really cool. Um, but yeah, so that was that was, that women's match was definitely definitely a good match. But yeah, like I I you know looked away and I looked back and there was only two what left and I'm like, what happened? Where'd they go? <laughs> yeah, same. Same. Speaking there of was... matches that were rushed, uh, Brock Lesnar, uh, low blowed Bobby Lashley got disqualified in their match, and that was only like four minutes. Yeah, uh, I skipped so, that match. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so did, so did Brock. Sorry, y'all. So Brock. Clearly, Brock also was no, but I will say I like this match. It just felt a little more the psychology, and it was like just a little more fast paced than car wreck more than the Saudi Arabia match. I felt the Saudi Arabia match was very slow, um, so I kind of like the hard hitting nature of the fact. Like, okay, we know they're going to be two. What what did, what did Biggie Biggie famously say on the New Day podcast? Two meaty men slapping meat. Like, you know what it's going to be. It's going to be yeah. ass men slapping each other. It's not going to be a 30-minute classic. They're not, I don't want to see Bobby Lashley exchange headlocks with Lesnar. No. We don't need it. We don't need it. Just and, slap yeah, it. And I think they knew, you know, going in, it's going to be four minutes. So, like, just, just hit hard, hit your finishers a couple times, and that's it. We're done. Yeah. Get in, get out. I think there was like a frog splash in there. That was really cool, you know. But what I don't understand is that Bray Wyatt, on the previous SmackDown, Bray Wyatt challenged the winner of this match at WrestleMania. Weird, weird right? That is weird. because that's that a really bizarre. Like, it's not like they're the winner of I'm getting the title. Like, no, you're just facing a person. Like, right, yeah. But this match is in such weird circumstances that you would think they would rematch it. Right. Which I would almost... I almost would have hoped for because, right. you know, like a cage match said, or something at WrestleMania. Yeah. Because the Saudi match was decent, you know, like that, that, that clash was like, it almost leaves you wanting more. Right. So yeah, I think we were all under the impression, I guess I'll speak for myself. I was under the impression that it would go to mania. 
I and was it would as be well. Match, right? No, and, I, 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 we're all in agreement here. I, I'm like, why are they doing it at Chamber? I, or maybe it was going to be a shenanigan match, and like this feud, Mania should be the culmination, and you know these feuds. We've had these year long stories. Maybe make this year a culmination Mania. And yeah, I think they could have stretched this easily to Mania. They could have done a fight pit match or or a submission match because we've never really seen Brock get submitted on TV. He's been pinned, but he's never been. I think there's a story there of. Lashley giving promos, being like, I'm going to make you tap Brock Lesnar. Like, there's there's a whole storyline there. You know, I still remember when Joe and Lesnar were going at each other in the crowd again, going nuts for Joe. I'm like, oh, man, I want to see a submission match with these two. So, unfortunately, we don't get that with Joe. Let's do that with Lashley. That might be a little bit different. Yeah. There's a story there. And I'm like, yeah, give it at Mania. Because, to me, trying to do Gunther and Lesnar right now, when there's, like, what, four weeks left of build, it's going to be rushed. It yeah. makes no sense to throw him with the new person just for Mania. And, but that's what they want to do. They want to do almost and fucking Lesnar. Apparently that, that happened on Monday too. So I'm like, is this all a swerve? Are we being swerved? Are they going to do these matches on TV? Is this going to set up for a house show? Like what's going on? So I'm not, I'm not convinced we're not going to get another Lashley Lesnar match. It may not happen at Mania. It might happen at SummerSlam. It might happen somewhere else. But it doesn't feel like the story is done with those two. It doesn't. It really doesn't. But I do not want to see almost unless that's that will be the bathroom. Oh, I kind of do though. I kind of want to. I'll go flip some burgers. I'll go flip some burgers. I I mean, Brock will be flipping a giant. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it could be cool. Yeah, like, and I don't think I don't foresee it going long. No, it's not going to be long. Um, I, I okay. If MVP takes a bump, that might be interesting. And you know, MVP is going to be involved in some ways. So. Oh, for sure. For but then sure. also the thing is, is MVP is trying to woo Bobby Lashley, so we can end up some kind of like weird tag team situation or something. Yeah, that's you know, also Trey White and Brock Lesnar yeah. against Bobby Lashley and Omos. That's gonna be fucking. That'll be so Lesnar kind of like and... weird gimmick match. Yeah, that'll be flaming hot Cheetos match. <laughs> oh gosh, the cinnamon, well, yeah, I, you know cinnamon what? toast crunch. Yeah, Xavier, you're right. It is. It, so they they sent some report. It's gonna be cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, oh, it is. No, uh, it is. Who is someone gonna get suplexed into a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch or something I hope so. like a cinnamon still, bath? And you know what? The AEW fans they're gonna get mad. I'm gonna be like, well, what about the mimosa match that Jericho and Orange Cassidy <laughs> had? Like, you can't. Which was, don't tell me they didn't. Uh, worst not the worst but just eh. it wasn't it i it could have been just a regular match it didn't need to be a mimosa match. i get yeah. what jericho was trying to do but yeah he was trying credit credit what is it a yeah he effort. gets points he gets points for creativity yeah look he, he, he look he tries to put young guys over i mean this whole action and dready storyline i'm loving it i'm loving the ricky Starks thing but i know we're switching federations now but you know yeah. <laughs> he's okay. trying what's a federation Star show What's a federation? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I've heard that one a lot. New York. I just call confederation. It is that the Confederate flag? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had a mixed tag team match. F F F E T H F. You know what? I have a problem with uh, the announcers because they say Hall of Famers Beth Phoenix and the Rated R Superstar Edge. But why don't they say the glam is on Beth Phoenix? I, they keep saying that. And I, I'm, I'm listening for it now. And they don't say the glam is on. They don't say it. Just Hall of Famer. 
They just say Hall of Fame for Beth Phoenix and the Raider on Superstar Edge. Anyway, uh, they defeated the Judgment Day, Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. I was really surprised that they got the win on this match. Uh, but it was it was a pretty good match for what it was. Good match. Uh, Dominic is showing uh, his his chicken shit heel tactics, and I yeah. liked it. I liked what he was trying to do. You know, uh, he played his part well. Rhea Ripley looks strong. She did. I knew. I'm like, okay, they're not going to pin Rhea. They're probably going to have to pin. It's going to be pin. It's going to be Finn. I thought they would have done Dominic and uh, and and Rhea, and you could have had Dom take the pin, and then Finn would have looked strong for their you know, eventual clash. But yeah, you know, Finn uh Finn was in the match. I thought they did a good match. Again, thirteen minutes, you can't really screw that up. Um, Quick, yeah. The crowd, the crowd was on, you know, again, they were fired up for the hometown boy, you know, so it was it was it, it was a classic edge match. Uh what was I gonna say? There was like one spot. I think there was something where like they Oh yeah, they did they did the shatter machine. They played they, they the paid shatter machine. Oh they, they even paid called the shatter machine. FDR. Yeah. They, and, yeah. The big yeah. rig. They even right, because Shatter I don't machine. think in, in AEW they call it the big rig, right? But it's yeah. Uh, maybe this means FTR is going to debut after. I mean, they haven't been around in a while. They dropped all their belts. And you know WWE is like, get rid of all them belts before you come here. You know, Only Carl Anderson gets that. <laughs> all right, he's good. He's all right. But, uh, Carl Anderson. Love Carl Anderson. Oh, he's they're great. I hope I hope they have something to do for Mania. I hope they're not just in the Andre the Giant. Oh, me too, dude. It's Which sad. isn't even on. They don't even do it on the paper. They do it on the SmackDown before, and it that's actually hopefully we missed this it year, year. Hopefully this year they'll 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 do better. Or do it on the at least do it on the show. Don't do it on the SmackDown. Do it on I know, the show. Even if it's quick, how long right? it was like, last year, they did it. We 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 got a little late to the SmackDown. Uh, just traffic, and I'm like, well, they're not going to kick off with the Battle Royal. They kicked off with the Battle Royal, and it lasted three minutes. I went up and looked at the time. See, quick, a three minute battle. That's that's a Battle Royal. Like it down the show, right? Horrible. Yeah, it's kicked off the show. Yeah, you can't three minutes at WrestleMania. They couldn't give them three minutes at WrestleMania. Yeah, terrible. Oh, that's that's so crazy too. Like three minutes for such a good man. Like you know, such a because battle rails are fun, you know. And like three minutes is just like everybody's just jumping out of the ring. It's not enough. How are you going to get the fans to take it seriously if you, if the creative isn't taking it? If you don't give it the time and the love and the creativity, why would the fans be behind it? Of course, everybody's like, "Oh, no one's taking the Andre Giant battle series." Well, because you're not treating it with respect, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. fucking ten minutes on SmackDown. Give it the time. Yeah, I say you put on the pre-show. Like, I feel like the WrestleMania pre-show should At have least. all kinds of matches. And what is with no pre-show matches anymore? What? When did this happen? They just right? they stopped doing pre-show matches. Pretty much, yeah. Because when I went to Mania last year, there were no pre-show matches. There was no pre. Yeah, because I went to Royal. Yeah, pretty much since last year, they've just done away with pre-show. So it's not a Triple H call. It's a Vince call. We can't. Ooh. Don't blame. Don't blame Hunter for this one. Internet. Yeah, wrestling. but Hunter could have brought it back. That's what I'm. I don't know why he's not. Maybe he will. Hopefully, that's so do it We're still a little ways away. We need to have, have WWE press conferences. Hour. We, we have to have a press conference, but we can't do a pre-show match. Like, <laughs> but yeah, so that that was uh, yeah. Edge got the win. He pinned Finn Balor, and yeah, Rio was kept strong. Uh, it was a good match. And then Edge said he finally got rid of the. He finally got rid of Judgment Day. 
or so we thought. So we thought. Uh, we had a men's chamber match. Was a you know the this men's chamber match was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, but Austin Theory successfully defended against Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, Johnny Wrestling, Montez Ford, and Seth freaking Rollins. Freaking Rollins. Freaking Rollins with his big old boots. Yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh. He had some boots. Uh he was over with the Montreal crowd too. They were singing, you know, his song the whole whole match. Um, oh, yep. they were. They were. They were. They were really- and you know, I, I watched Seth and I was just like, this was a nobody kid in Iowa. You know, he he was a nobody in Ring of Honor, and now he has like twenty thousand people in the palm of his hand. Yep. That's so crazy. He's gotten to share the ring with Sting, Brock Lesnar, Cena, John Stewart. Like he's been, he's. I still remember those John Stewart like back and forths or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. He's gotten to do a lot of cool stuff, you know. And, oh, and yeah, I really he, think he he's the workhorse. You know, I know a lot of the a lot of the indie fans are like, oh, he's shooting on his roots. He's still, you know, he's still no. a workhorse. WWE. Oh, yeah. I mean, aside from the Usos, he's the one that had the most matches last year. You know, they did the count. Yeah. He's he's the worker, like the worksman, yeah. putting people over, making people look good. He he carried Cody through that fucking you know the Hell in a Cell, all the matches. You know, he just making oh, him yeah. look, taking those losses, and then still looking like anyone who says like booking makes you look bad. Seth Rollins is the antithesis to that. You know, yeah, yeah. taking the losses, taking the bumps. The high spots. He's probably going to put over uh, what's his face, Logan Paul. I really yeah, hope. Probably is. You know, yeah. at his WrestleMania record has not been great, but you know we'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah, he delivers, right? A he few does. years back, I was listening to this interview with uh, with Awesome Kong or Amazing Kong, and she was saying that you know back you know way back when uh, she was doing this indie show and the the champion no showed because he didn't want to put her over and like. The promoter was like saying, like, yeah, he no show because he wanted to put it over. And then this guy, this young, this young kid was like, I'll put it over. And it was Tyler Black. And she said that they wow. went on to have one of her favorite matches, you know. And he was just, you know, he just like stepped up, like, I'll do it, I'll put it over. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. I believe it. Just to like get man. on the show and just to like entertain, like whatever it takes, whatever you need, put me out there. I'm here. Put me in I'll cover. Yeah. I'll do the job. Also, correct me if I'm wrong, he's the first NXT uh, black and gold champion. He is, yeah. He beat he beat Jinder Mahal in the final. Jinder, don't hinder the gender. Jinder's still trying gender, to get man. that title. <laughs> I love I love Jinder Mahal. I love the whole concept. Dude, I love he Mahal. looks also like it, it seems like every that. time he comes back, he looks even more oh. cut. <laughs> He looks like an X Men character. Just <laughs> yeah, like a biceps freak. on his biceps, dude. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. He is a monster, and it's great. I, I enjoyed his title run, honestly. I really did. He came back, and he was a one man band. I loved it. <laughs> I bought a ticket to that show. <laughs> There's a I mean? table for three with uh, Drew, Heath, and Jinder. I love it. Yeah, one man. It was band. great. That, that whole, that whole, yeah, that whole thing. Never got a triple threat, did we? Between the three? No, I don't think we did. Did we? No, I, I don't think. I don't think Heath was working there when they came back. Heath no. came back for a one-off during the Thunderdome era. Oh, he did. He did right. But drew over, but he didn't. They didn't do. They had all three of them there for that one-off. Why the fuck didn't they do a three-way? 
Like, right. Or at least just do something together. Yeah. Something together. Just one more. Yeah. You know, Interfere. Something. Something. I'm uh, doing it for my kids. <laughs> yeah. Not that old. He got it over. It's a T-shirt. Got it over. I got the. You know, I, I I need this job. I got kids. <laughs> him and Rhino. Him and Rhino were yeah. so fun together. Oh yeah, it was great. Who would have thought Rhino and Heat Sater would be tag team in like twenty six? It was like the oddest of couple, but it worked. <laughs> it was talking about Rollins taking on a uh, different different you know tasks. Rhino just making Heat yeah. Yeah, just kind of rolling with it, and it's just Rhino, <laughs> great, partner, great dude, you know, taking Heath up with them. Yeah, making it work. Doing right? doing vignettes in the in Heath's trailer. Yeah, he's hanging out with the the kids at the trailer. <laughs> Rhino, Uncle Rhino, uh, playing with the kid. Why is he juggling them? <laughs> it was great. It Good was. old Rhino, Uncle Rhino. <laughs> Uncle Rhino. Uncle Rye. Uncle Rye Rye. Yeah, so uh the, the this men's chamber match, uh Montez Ford really stood out uh as having a good showing. I I was really yeah, everybody had a really good show. Bronson Reed looked strong too. Yeah, got Bronson him. Reed looked amazing. He looked, great. he looked like a he looked like a fucking like he was gonna eat everybody. Like, yeah, man. and it, it, Bronson Reed's elimination looked believable. I think he got hit with like a couple finishers in a row. Yep. It was perfect. It was perfect. Eliminate the big guy. Gargano had a good, uh, had a good show. Oh my yeah. god! Right? Yeah, I feel like every single person came out of this match looking better. Yeah, hundred percent. Especially, uh, especially theory. Yeah, I'm loving. I'm loving Priest choke slams. His choke slams look really oh, good. Yeah. Uh, so this match, it came down to, to Seth Rollins and uh, Austin Theory. Uh, the match ended with. Uh, Montez Ford got curb stomped onto like the floor part, the the steel steel grade, whatever floor part. Steel grade, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he got pinned one, two, three, and he was like he couldn't stand up, and he was kind of dizzy, and they had to get a bunch of people to to walk. He around. did a great job selling. Like he did I was there, people thought it. Yeah. People thought it was like good job. I, you Ford. know what? I thought it was real too until Logan Paul came in. And I was like, oh, they needed a reason for that door to be open. They needed that, that yeah. Yep, and also yep, you yep, see yep. him, you see him like do the little like touch move with the referee at one point. Like when they Oh do the really? Thing. I didn't see that. You see it a little bit. Um, but I it's still like his eye he knows man knows how to act. His yeah, his no, eyes look great as fuck. He was like Whoa. his legs were all wobbly yeah. and shit. Yeah. It was Dude, good. If, if there was ever a reason to give him a singles run, just something, singles program, something, this is the time. This is it. I, I, I hope I hope they give him something for Mania, something singles. Give him a U.S. title match. He can lose, whatever, but just he needs him time there. to shine on his own. He looks so good in there. I'm I'm really proud of him. You know? Yeah, I would, say, uh, I would say bring back uh, Bruce Beefcake and the barbershop window thing, but they did that on NXT already. They just did that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little callback. Hell yeah. I'm pissed about that, too, because I feel like Toxic Attraction, they're – they're a decent tag team. Like separate, they're not that great, but together they're a really good tag team. And we have two sets of women's tag titles and like zero women's tag teams. So yep. they didn't change. We're, just killing the, we're killing the tag team divisions. It, it didn't need to happen. Now I think they should have gone to the main roster, have a year on the main roster together, let people really see yes. who they are. Together. 
then break them up. We I just, I are desperate for women's tag teams. Don't break them up. No, yeah, and you have a good one on your hands. Like I don't know. And they were yeah, in sync, yeah. like yeah. in those matches. They they were they great. Up yeah, they're uh, yeah they're definitely better together than than they are apart. I think. I think yeah, so. Agreed. Uh, in our main event, uh, we saw what did we see? We saw Roman Reigns defeat Sami Zayn in thirty three minutes. Wow, long matches for these guys. Thirty three. Yeah, that's not counting. So I guess it's not counting the entrance. But yeah, the 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 stare down they had was that before the bell or part? Of, that's well, what they said. Uh, somebody said that they didn't touch until six minutes after the bell rang. Damn. Oh yeah. So yeah, so we're looking at twenty six. So so twenty six minutes of of match, uh, six minutes of stare, and then another you know good, like I, eight or eight or twelve minutes of him uh, taunting Sammy's wife, taunting Sammy's wife. But then when Sammy That's came true. over to kiss her, it, like the place went nuts for that. He's like, nice. yeah, I'm gonna kiss her. Yeah, like it's... yeah. And then I was like, he just assaulted a fan. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't you didn't pick up on those multiple camera shots? No, no, that? I knew, I knew. I was just joking. <laughs> yeah. Like, I ah. guess his kids were there too, and his dad. I was trying to figure out who his dad was. I'm like, oh, I saw his brown dad. Man? You see his dad? I was see, like, was it the one parents, brown man? On the at one point, you can see his parents because uh, there's a there's a lady, an older lady, and she yelled, "You leave his wife alone!" <laughs> and then behind Ooh. her, there was like an older guy. He was short and he was bald, and I think yeah. that was Sammy's parents because they were like, okay, this way cool. they were yelling at Roman, and they were right in the front. Damn. Right in the front there, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that crowd, that crowd wouldn't like they just they didn't stop. I know there was a lot of people are saying there was a deflating that happened, but I don't know. I felt like the crowd still gave him a, his due even afterwards, like when he like did the you know, the the face wave to the crowd, like they were into it. The the Kevin yeah. Owens pop got a good reaction too, you know. You got to see him come out for, for a minute. That was his only <laughs> appearance on that show, right? Paul Heyman trying to, I'm just gonna punch Oh you. man, that was crazy. Like good old heel Paul Wobbly Walrus trying to fucking get a little get a little action. I mean, Kevin there. Owens is like, is there something touching me? What's happening behind me? Yeah, who's that who's that little who's that little squirrel? What's tickling me. Oh also not the worst stu- sell of a stunner by Paul. Paul Heyman did not uh, yet for, for his someone his size and age. Not he did it. Vince, Vince beat him in that regard, you know. Oh, like yeah. Vince, that Vince stun cell was awful, but Heyman at least, like he did, like a knee drop and went back, and yeah, perfect. Yeah, no, he oh, did pretty yeah. decent. Oh, oh, oh. He did pretty decent, you know. And then also considering Paul Heyman's like in ring experience, right? Because he doesn't really have much. Yeah, dude. In the in the past six months, he's taken an F five off the announce table. Uh, oh. I think he took a suplex too, if I'm not mistaken, and a stunner. So. You know, wow. EC Dub, <laughs> the man. <laughs> he's do he's paying his dues. <laughs> oh man, they were in Philly recently, and Paul Heyman said ECW is dead. <laughs> he did. He did say that. He did say ECW is dead. It's dead. He's just dead. It's dead. He, he he knows how to make me pissed off. He know he really know he knows that like capturing of the microphone where he can make me laugh and pissed off in the same like two minutes. He is oh, yeah. he's still a crack. He still got it. He's a craftsman with that. You give him a mic and you're you're done. You're done. Yeah, him and him and Cody are doing some incredible promos together. Oh I yeah, great build. 
great build. Yeah, and it's funny. It's funny because Roman and Cody haven't even like been face to face yet. It's just been all Cody and Paul, which yeah. is great. Like that gives yeah. you something to look forward to. I'm excited. I want to see that. You know, and it is. There's truth to it. There. Uh, if you, if you haven't, if you guys haven't listened to. Ariel and Cody, they do. I think it was right after the Royal Rumble win. Cody, Cody goes into the all-out brawl, and he actually gives a really honest answer about what he feels. Right, about right, yeah. I, I, I thought I, he for someone who like he's so well, like just I'm not saying he's like it's surprising that he's well spoken, but he's so articulate in these media appearances and everything. Like yeah. he knows how to fucking talk, and yeah, like they covered the the truthness, like the 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 the, the core of that promo with Paul, and it's like yeah. His dad, Dusty Rhodes, was like a coach for the away team because he coached all these stars, Owens, Rollins, Reigns, and it's like he's fighting Reigns. He's fighting a protege of his dad to get his title for his dad, and his dad's not even there. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's he's he's it's trying deep. to write a story for he's trying to he's trying to finish a chapter of his story. But here's a wrinkle that we could add that no one's really thought of: the Hall of Fame is coming up. It's in Hollywood. Who is an Attitude Era character that was Hollywood that could go into the Hall of Fame? Goldust. Ooh. Cody's, oh, Cody's there right now. It would add a layer to the story because we've been hearing it. about Dustin, you know, He's and Tony will let if, – if, if, if Goldust is getting inducted, I, you don't think Tony's going to let – you don't think Tony Khan's going to let good old Dustin come back for that? Yeah. Yep. And is it not well deserved? Absolutely. Of course. That was actually that would be pretty interesting though. Like that'll uh, add a layer. Because he was like, you know, Hollywood and, and the Golden Globes and you know what it has little like awards and stuff, Oscars and stuff, yeah. That would be pretty interesting to see him go in the Hall of Fame in Hollywood. I would love to see and it would be and it would be again, people like, Whoa, an AEW guy going in hot. It would add excitement, it would add ticket sales. So you know, much. I haven't announced anybody yet. I, I would I would like to see that. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm I think excited. Cody could be like, I have a bloodline of my own or something. Yeah. Ooh, fuck. And then his sister comes out and beats all their asses. The porn star, right? <laughs> Does he have a porn <laughs> star sister? Lana Rhodes, is that her talking about? It was such a good clip. He's like, wait, really? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. He's in polka dots too. <laughs> <laughs> She's not a common man. She's coming on, man. Hey! hey. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. This, 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 this rating's going to get an explicit for Gimmick Street. <laughs> oh. We're going to get in so much trouble. No. <laughs> we all get explicit. Don't worry. We all, we all get explicit. Doesn't we'll get an E. Fuck. Yeah, okay. You just got to no, say so, for uh, team. <laughs> <laughs> So all in all, what did you guys think of Elimination Chamber? It was de- it was good. Honestly, it was these first the, the, the better, you know, I don't want to say best pay per view of the year. We only had two so far, but it <laughs> was it was a consistent pay per view for this year. Each match set out to do what it was supposed to do. The Lesnar match, you knew it was going to be a human car wreck, and it was short. Fine. Women's match delivered high spots. It was brutal. We got to see Oscar come through. Uh, Edge, you know the home. T- you know we weren't going to get. Sami Zayn in the hometown. So you needed one hometown hero to win. That was the Edge match. You know, Edge hasn't wrestled in a while. It was a good feel-good win. Finn came out looking good. Rhea look, coming out looking good. Dominic came out looking good. You know, the men's match. Um, 
a point that I was thinking about with the men's match, you know, everybody's talking about, oh, the black and gold era of the NXT is dead. This men's match was a best of the black and gold era. If you look at everybody involved in this match, this was Triple H's protégés in one chamber match. There were only two repeat chamber entrants, and that was Rollins and Theory. We had four chamber debuts. I was really happy with it. This might be one of the better chamber matches in the modern. Yeah, that chamber was really good. That men's chamber yeah, match. It was good. And a really good showcase of new talent. It ain't just a bunch of legends going out there and, you know, knocking boots. We had we had a lot of new stars made uh uh at, at the chamber. I was really impressed with that. Hell yeah. Yeah, you're right. Kudos to Hunter and everybody who put put the you know matches together. Yeah, and everybody involved. You know, it felt like a Triple H era pay-per-view. It really did, and like it's a U.S. title match, but it felt like it. It felt like a main event match. Yeah, Mm. it was up there. It had that caliber, and 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 again, critique saying like, yeah, look at look at the look at the match. Like, you have Bronson Reed, you have you know Seth Rollins, you have Gargano, Damian Priest was in NXT. It's that that caliber of match with that caliber of talent. You know, yeah. So. And a lot of those guys were in there together. Like I remember the the North American title, the original ladder match. I think Adam Cole won, or maybe right. Ricochet won it. Amazing. You know, Bronson Reed was in that. Bronson Reed, uh, Damian, uh, what's yep. his face was in it, and John Gargano was in it. Gargano, yeah, yeah. So like they, I mean, these guys, they they all go back together to NXT too. Some of them, which is cool. Callback. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, we mentioned, we, I don't know if we mentioned the Ariel Hawani thing with, with Tony Khan, but did you guys notice that, uh, Ariel Hawani was in the audience during the pay-per-view and they go, Hey, nope. look, everybody, it's unbiased journalist, Ariel Hawani. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yes. Good old, good old Michael Cole. Michael Cole's been getting, a lot of people have been noticing he's being sassier lately. And I think he has been to, to yell in his ear. We're getting a different shade of Cole. You know, I'm liking he mentions, it. He mentions pro wrestling gorilla by full name. Yeah. <laughs> And Bullet Club, like he's just like belt, belt. Fuck! I still remember that Drew. There was like it was like a couple weeks after SummerSlam. Again, Triple H is in full swing. You had Drew and Owens screaming at each other, doing a powerful promo, like "We're pro wrestlers, let's go wrestle." And then they put on a banger of a match. I'm like, this, yeah, we're seeing the fingerprints. You know, I don't want to hear this internet wrestling community like, "Oh, Triple H is it's just Vince in his ear." No, you're. Pay attention to the product. There, there, there's you know not every you can't change everything overnight. But you're getting yeah. you're getting great matches. You're getting pay per view quality matches on Raw. Raw is also becoming. If you think about, it, if you look at these last few Raws, Raw's less of a talking show and more re- like they're, they're you're seeing the change in Raw. Yeah, you really are. So I encourage yeah. people to if you're not giving it a chance, this is a chance to to go back and like we've had some really good matches on Raw, like. We had that actual cage match between Becky and Bailey. That was great. Yeah, Finn yeah. versus uh, Finn versus Cody recently. Cody, yeah, yeah. Right after match, that was really, that was that. a really good match. That yeah. could have been a pay per view match easily. It could have been, yeah. Uh, the triple threat between Bianca, Becky, and Bailey. That was oh, great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a really good one too. Yeah, they've they've been giving some really good matches on Raw lately. Yeah, the Triple H era is definitely in full force. Uh, We're seeing those those fingerprints all over. They got uh, time to play the game, baby. It's not really it's not really news, uh, but Sean, I'm gonna just throw this out there. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp reported that a a wrestler that he's not gonna name 
told him he thinks that Vince is back in creative uh, for reasons that were not given. So no name and no reasons were given, but one person thinks Vince isn't creative. Is that Sean Ross Sapp or is that a Dave Meltzer report? Like that? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Our plans might change. I don't know. That's the, hor- know. That's the most horrible I don't know uh, vague news I've ever heard. And then Brian Alvarez yells for five minutes about bread. <laughs> I like Alvarez. I love it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Vance was awesome. <laughs> the rest of like, I'm not ready. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's try to get to the, the battle pretty quickly here. Battle, the battle in San Jose. Battle in the Valley. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oaks, San Jose, baby. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Hell yeah. And guess CM who attended Pope the battle in the Valley? Did we, all, did we all catch the social media reports of who attended? Our boy Pepsi Phil. Yes. Did I send you guys the picture of my friend? My best friend, right? Sat like of like a seat, like you know, like you're in an arena, right? Like the next row over, and he's like, I'm behind CM Punk. We're like, no, you're fucking not. And he sends a picture with CM Punk and Lars Fredrickson like five minutes after. Unreal. He said he said Phil was a really nice guy. And he's like, he's not the villain. Like, he's just a punk guy through and through, you know? And yeah. I don't know. But yes, Punk and Lars were uh, in attendance. Bailey was there, too. Bailey was there, too. Yeah, yeah hell I, yeah. I believe that, yeah. San Jose, baby, hell yeah. San Jose, California. Good old Bailey. Uh, we kicked things off with an eight-man tag. I honestly feel like this was, like, one of the best matches of the night. Uh, it, was it was Kushida. Volador Jr., Kevin Knight, and the DKC uh, defeating uh, Mascara Dorado, uh, Josh Alexander, Adrian Quest, and Rocky Romero. Uh, this was a really good match. It was really fun. I liked the way that they had a lot of people that were kind of going at it, uh, after each other, like together. Yeah. Like they, they played the, the Josh Alexander versus Kushida story was really well done. And then I was surprised that Rocky Romero was a CML champion. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, but then he was like running from Volador, so I feel like he beat him for the title or something, and they're probably feuding with each other. And so it was a good way to like get these guys on the show and then get these different feuds to interact with each other. Yep. Good. Good. Yeah, really Makes a good thing for uh for an eight man tag. You know, sometimes those eight mans you just you have two guys going at it and you're not really seeing the bigger picture. But they did a good job. I was very happy. And it was quick too. Eleven minutes in and out. You got the story, goodbye. You know, and and you get all the you get all the talent in one in one batch. You know, so it, it was cool seeing all the different like array of talents in a New Japan ring. Yeah, it really was. It was it was really. I didn't fun. realize Impact had a relationship with New Japan that Josh Alexander could show up. I didn't know. There was... Well, they're doing WrestleMania weekend. Uh, they've done it last year too. They're doing Battle of the Universe or Multiverse or something. Yeah, well, they're calling it so they do, nice. They're playing yeah, it. Impact that. versus New Japan. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, so they're back in business. That'll be cool. Man, I want to go to it all, but there's like there's only so much time, and everything's spread out, and tons of stuff is against each other. They are they're cannibalizing the wrestling audience for sure. Though. Yeah, they are. And then you have to deal uh, with LA traffic too. Good luck trying to get from one part of town oh, to try to on get top of tourism, to, yeah. yeah. 
What a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Gosh, trying to get to all the shows at different times of the day. No. This was the first time I saw Adrian Quest. I really liked him. He stood out as pretty impressive. But yeah, it was good. It was fun. Uh, Rocky Romero was fun to see. Uh, The next match we saw was Kenta versus No Days Off, formerly Darren Young. Fred Rosser, the uh, strong openweight champion. <laughs> Love that name. <laughs> it's such a good wrestler name, Fred Rosser. Is that, is, is is really that a shoot fun, name? Really good, too. Uh, it's a, a short name, shoot name, yeah. I guess his birth name right now, looking up Frederick Douglass Rosser III. Wow. Yeah. What a right. good, like, gimmick name. Frederick Douglass, man. If he pulled out some Frederick Douglass history. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I kind That's of a wanted totally to name right there. Fred, I'm Frederick Douglass, you know? <laughs> it's a good gimmick name. Yeah. We're on gimmick street. Give him a, give him a break. We are gimmick, gimmick name. Uh, there was a, a spot where Kent, Kenta did go to sleep, and I thought yeah. he was going to play at CM Punk, but he didn't. Should have called him out, dude. Should have taken advantage. He knew he was there. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that would have been. <laughs> he points to see a punk and then hits go to sleep. That would have been great. Yeah. And then punk goes, <laughs> they both do this to each other. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool. But this is a quick match. Yeah, it was a quick match. It was fun. Uh, Kenta got the win when uh, who came out? Was it Juice? Juice Robinson, yeah. Juice came out and yeah, he attacked. Uh, Fred Rosser and help kids to get the win. Uh, Bullet Club for life, baby. Too sweet. Like Kenny Omega said, Bullet Club is four, 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 four life unless you're AJ Styles. <laughs> flat Earth for life, baby. Flat Earth for life, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. Flat, oh, flat, flat. <laughs> uh, the Motor oh. City Machine Guns defeated uh, the West Coast Wrecking Crew. Uh, that was a fun match too. It was good to see the machine guns in action. Uh, it was yeah. a pretty short match, was it? It felt like a short match. Nine yeah, minutes. Nine minutes. Yeah, nine minutes. Pretty short for a tag. Quick. Team. It was in good. And out. You know, they got in. They got their spots. They got out. Yeah, it was good for what it was. I I I had never heard of the uh, West Coast Wrecking Crew, but yeah, me neither. <laughs> no, I heard of I heard of Royce Isaacs. He was in NWA recently, I think. <clears throat> okay, oh, really? cool. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, wow. The next match was 19 minutes. Eddie Kingston defeated Jay White in a loser leaves New Japan pro wrestling match. Eddie Kingston wins 19 minutes, seven seconds. Jay White has to leave town. I wonder where he's going to go. I wonder where he's going to end up. I don't know. Does he debut at Mania? Does he debut the Monday night after? Does he show up on Dynamite? Does he go? I don't know. Does he go to Impact? That'd be hilarious if he goes to Dynamite and then they have him in the Forbidden. Right, dude. I think like, we, I think Sam, you mentioned that in our last episode. I think one of us mentioned. Yeah, that. yeah. I go no. to Dynamite and then right, getting away from. I'm New back. Japan. Oh, it was Kota Ibushi. I was saying that about because he had beef with New Japan now. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> On the other side. 
Hell yeah. I just said the for some reason, I kept thinking, I'm like, oh, man, I hope Eddie doesn't win. Because, you know, Eddie's been talking, especially in the Mark Marin interview. He's like, I'm looking forward to going back to Japan. I was really like getting like, no, like I was getting into it. Like, no, Eddie, don't move. Yeah. Well, also, yeah. also, one of the, the, the stipulation that Jay White said was you can never wrestle a New Japan contracted talent. So even in AEW, he couldn't like fight Ishii. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was the verbiage that they used. Unless, unless you get my permission, and then Eddie um, said, "I wouldn't ask God for forgiveness." <laughs> yeah, I it was a good. It, it was I'm, a good deal. Not fun. that Eddie didn't draw me before, but he's really grown on me a lot lately. Yeah, me he's too. Good. I like Eddie. I like Eddie Kingston a lot. He's the people's like wrestler, right? Like the working modern day McFoley kind of. Wrestler. Yeah, yeah, there you're you right. But then again, I, I heard the same thing stuff about too. Same thing, so. I heard Sami Zayn like I've seen tweets where it's like Sami Zayn is like the Mick Foley of like right. right? But like I don't know, man. Kingston might be like that family, like you know, able bodied, like New York King man, right? Yeah, he's like the everyday man. You really right. <laughs> Yeah. He's the dude that yeah. CNA's hardware, you know, getting some fucking plumbing shit. Yeah, yeah. Right? And you know what I mean? Like, stuff. like he humanizes him the way he talks about it. Yeah. Very vulnerable. I, I think when I first saw him in AEW, I didn't appreciate him because of that. Uh, but yeah. I think I I appreciate that now more about him. Now more for sure. Him. Same. Yeah. I, I could I could I could agree with that. Yeah. You're just like, oh great. And then you see him work and then you know, he captivates you and you're like, oh shit, okay, like I get it. Right. You know? Yeah, you have to get it. Just like, you know, Orange Cassidy or Pac or somebody like that. Yeah. You have to get it. I'm kind of burnt out on Orange Cassidy, but that's Yeah, just- I am too kind of. And like get that belt off of him. Yeah, get yeah. that. I'm not. I'm not happy that it's an Atlantic title. It's a traveling title. Is he really? Tra- has any? Has he traveled with it at all? I don't think he knowledge. has. I don't think he barely even travels a rampage with it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll travel to elevation. Like no, <laughs> like I love what Pac was doing with that belt. He was going to it's oh, all. Yeah. He's going to yeah. like where he was. And he was always on like other people's shows in the UK. Yeah. yeah. That that's how that title should be. Maybe after you know Cesaro drops the Ring of Honor title, he can get that belt. I think he put be it back. Time. Put it like on like on Zach Sabre oh, Jr. Cesaro, or something. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah, have some interpromotional warfare. Oh my god, that'd be great. It'd be good build into uh, Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door too. You know yeah. what'd be crazy is drop it at Forbidden Door to a New Japan guy and then have yeah. it on for a year it. and then and win it back the next year. Yeah. That'd be cool. Oh man, he can pop up on Impact with that belt too. Then there you go. Oh yeah, Imagine. like every once in a while they come up on Impact. Be like, no, you have to defend it in America. You have to. Yeah. yeah. Hey, FTR had the the IWGP titles. Did what they wanted. Right. You know, and the AAA ones too. They defended yeah, those the AAA titles. Well, yeah. Too. So yeah. fuck it. Really Why not? Bring it Nobody on. None. Nothing got shit. But they're still in the dynamite beginning, so they're still somewhat employed. Right. Yeah. I feel like they're on their way out, though. It just feels like that. 
You had the, gimmick, the losing of all the belts, and, and it was happening like rapidly, like one by boom, one. Boom, 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 boom. It was like yeah. I'm like, what is like something's something's happening. This doesn't just you know like one by one. Like I mean, obviously it was a mental health break and whatever, but like yeah, I you know I think there's enough fresh matchups wherever they go, so it's not really a matchup thing. I think I think it'd be great if they come back to WWE because there's always unfinished business in WWE. And there's always that like I took I took over the world and now I'm back, motherfuckers. Yeah, like there's right, something yeah. It's a fresh. It'd be fresh again. And again, to see them face the Usos now. Like, forget Ooh, all the Scott wow. stuff. Like, just come after them now. Boom. You can you can even make some references to, you know, you know Mark and Jay and Briscoes. You can make some references there. Keep that. They can – Usos can maybe, like, disrespect them, and then they are fighting for their honor as well. Like, it becomes a thing. Yeah. There's so many different ways. You yeah, go after Imperium, whatever, yeah. Oh, go after – oh, my God. You know, again, reinvigorate tag team wrestling in – WWE. I mean, I'm not saying they don't have tag team matches. They've been having great matches, but it's just mm. it doesn't feel like the belts really mean anything right now. You know, what I mean, like yep. they got to get them off before Agreed. they can really, you know, yeah. Agreed, hundred percent. Okay, wait, where were we? I forgot. I lost my train. I lost my track here. Tom um, we Lawler. Were yeah, oh we yeah. Oh, I skipped. I skipped Tom Lawler versus Homicide. No. You're on par. No, we're on, we're on that. We just got. Yeah, no, I mean, I skipped it like physically. Oh, you didn't watch it, yeah? Me, yeah, me, yeah. Me. No, oh, oh. <laughs> Xavier, did you watch it? I'm like, yeah, you're good. Yeah, I breezed through it. I honestly didn't like pay attention. <laughs> what were the rules of the, what were the filthy rules? No ropes. Uh, no ropes. Basically, no DQ, which is kind of what I called. I was like, is it going to be blood sport? Are there going to be no ropes? And they're like, we're taking off the ropes. I was like. <laughs> So they said it like that. Oh, they fucking said it. I called that shit. So, <laughs> yeah, just that's why I didn't watch it. I don't want, want to see you be right. <laughs> hey, dude, you were right last, you know, last week. So we're even now. Hell yeah. Yeah. One, one. One and one. I, the, rubber I didn't... Ma- the rubber match is coming. <laughs> yeah, dude. The low blow. I'd be a DQ guy. I'd just get in and get out. Just I'm going to be Bray Wyatt. I'm going to face the winner. <laughs> Dang, that match went 16 minutes. Tom Lawler and Homicide. Yeah, it was long. Wow. Long match. I, I skipped through a lot of it. I, I, You know, I don't know. I just didn't really care, unfortunately. But the door spot was cool. There was like yeah. a, a little door spot with the uh, guardrail. That was cool. Oh, nice. I'm trying to go back and watch the highlights of that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but- Whatever. I don't know. I wasn't like the most invested. I was like, eh. yeah. The just... the next match though for the TV title, Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Clark Connors. That was really good. Zack that Sabre was... Jr. fucking whooped his ass. Yeah, he he ripped it, and I paid extra attention to Connors since you guys mentioned last week. Like, yeah, he's a good dude. Whatever, a good working, uh, a good working worker. And yeah, it was cool. You know, it was good. It was uh, a lot better than I even shit, like expected yeah. going into it. I enjoyed it a lot. Right. Yeah, I feel like good match. this match, this whole show really delivered a lot. It did. It did. And it was super low-key, which I like. And, uh, yeah, it was just good. Get in, get out. Moves. And, you know, Zack Sabre Jr. is just incredible. So, it was good. Uh, Mer- Mercedes Monet, did you guys see her uh, her throwback to uh, uh, Hannah Kimura? Is that her name? Yeah. 
That was pretty yeah. fun that she attributed yeah. her. Yeah. Was it like an cool. anniversary or anything? Or? What was that? I wonder if it was like an anniversary of her, of her dying or of her passing away. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's crazy. Like, like her, I mean, I, I didn't really know a lot about her. She was young. I looked her up. She was only 22 when she died. Yeah, super And young. she was already making a name for herself. And she was going to be like the next big thing. And, and yeah, she just, you know, got bullied online a lot. And super it's crazy. sad. Super, super sad. super sad. And her mom was in the biz, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. But cool tribute. Yeah, cool tribute. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Mercedes Monet defeated Kyrie by pinfall in 26 minutes. I can't believe that match was 26 minutes. Uh, yeah. For WGP. Oh, Women's Longest title. match on the card. Longest yeah. match on the card. Longer yeah. than the main event. Yep. It was good. It delivered. I thought it delivered, you know. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought it was really good. A lot better than I expected going into it. Uh, there was a couple times where you could see uh, uh, Mercedes adjusting her wig, which was pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, right when the match ended. Right when the match ended, they closed up of her her pulling it down. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't believe they got a close up of her doing that. (laughs) That was crazy. The price of beauty, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. But it was a really good match. And these two girls, they know each other, you know, from WWE and stuff. And so it's good for them to be able to go and do this kind of outside of WWE where there's less rules and, I guess, less restrictions and just have a good time with it. Yeah, both both great workers, and yeah. uh, the story was there, right? Albeit maybe you know fast forwarded, right? But uh, both talented workers, good storytelling, great match, great history spot. as well because they were both former the history. That, right? that that finisher that Mercedes does, she finally hit it because remember she botched it at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh yeah, and she it was tried, like, what was right? she trying to do? What was she trying uh-huh. to do? It was a weird. It was a weird move, and I feel like it's too hard. It's, it looks like it's really hard to do, and I don't think it's worth it. I don't think she should do it. But like, she gets to her like back to back, and then she like flips her from one arm, and then the girl comes around, and then she gets her in like a code breaker kind of thing. It's just, it's, it's just, it's just weird, and I don't think she can hit on a lot of people. Right. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Like, Maybe sometimes like one simple of. is better. You know, keep it simple. Yeah, and it could be one of you know many. I don't know. If she did. She she did like a like a what do I want to say like an alternate uh, bank statement, right? Where she does like the kind of like the cross face, right? Like she flips yeah. into the cross face. I think she did like kind of a variation of that. She okay. was doing kind of like a bank statement, yeah. Right. Yeah, it wasn't quite so. the same thing, but it was similar. Similar. That's more, so. Maybe like that's more like a trademark than a than a finisher. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They should call it like the CEO like stamp or something. <laughs> <laughs> Seal of approval. <laughs> She's the CEO now. She ain't the boss no more. She's the CEO, dude. I loved it. Loved it. Happy to see her back. It, it was great. Uh, shining moment. Nice and intimate. Her her people were there. And she's she's the champ. We'll see. I'm, I'm calling her Mickey James. This, this might be a good way to kind of just elevate the belt, elevate the brand. Yeah, yeah I mean, Absolutely. 
you know, I she's she's kind of like one of the biggest stars that they have. So it'll be good to see what she can do, especially like on the U.S. end of New Japan. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like she can get a lot of she could, you know, with, I feel like she could have headlined this show without even Okada being there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. A lot of us really didn't even, you know, pay attention to the to the Okada match. Not say pay attention, but let's be real. That match, yeah. the women's match, was the selling point for that card. It should have gone last. It should, it should have, have gone, gone last. last. Yeah. Absolutely, it should have gone last. But they had the little, uh, they did the little cheers with the titles at the end. Okada was that kind was of really cool. Really that awesome. was oh yeah, great. that was really cool. That was awesome. Yeah, I wonder what Okada yeah. thinks though, right? Does he think like, oh, you know, this is big star coming in, or does he think like, all right, she's here, that's cool. I'm hoping he thinks it's it's what's best for the company, right? Yeah. But we don't know Okada, right? But uh, I I feel like he's a businessman. I feel like he knows what the deal is, and 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 right. it's just going to bring more eyes to the product. That's true. That you know, more money for him if they blow up in America. More money. He's the rainmaker. He's yeah. the rainmaker, right? <laughs> oh dang! And she's she's money, and he's he makes it rain. I love oh. it. It's just it writes itself. <laughs> it's great, and they're both champions. It's great. Hell yeah! Hell it was yeah! A great pay per view. Will Okada be Tanahashi? Does she do something in Forbidden Door? Minutes? That's the real question. Is she Ooh. allowed to? Is she allowed to work with AEW? Because I do think part of her release from because keep in mind she was released from her W. She still had time on that. She, WWE. Yep, she was granted I that wonder, release. I wonder if part of the agreement. Maybe we talked about this last time. I don't remember, but. I think part of it was you can work New Japan, but no aid. I wonder if there was some like conversation to be had where it was like work New Japan, you know. Well, uh, so I'm curious. Let's see. It remains to be seen. I don't know. Yeah, plus, you know, people are saying there's more of a commitment to AEW. Also, like Tony yeah. wants you to commit a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, a longer contract. But I'm saying her and Nikki James. WrestleMania weekend, I I just have like a feeling that's where we're headed. You mean like the, uh, the multiverse match? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be really fun. Actually, have Mickey James versus Monet. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Wow, that's what I foresee. Don't quote me on it. But I would love to see that. It'd be great. It'd be a great that'd match. Great. Good, good history. Good build. You wouldn't have to build too long because there's so much. No. But both the champions of the brands, perfect. And I love that. I love that concept. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'd watch it for that. Mm-hmm. I'll be watching regardless, but I'll be a happy camper if we get that match. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, I don't have much. I mean, the Okada match, uh, I didn't see all of it. or you know, I wasn't paying that great attention to it. I was there for the Monet match. Uh, but Okada is always great. I have to go back and watch that match again, though. Yeah, was, for Okada, he gets the win. Uh, it was the first time that the IWGP heavyweight title was defended in the U.S. Ooh, damn. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that either. They said that in the pre-show or the yeah the very beginning. Damn. That is cool. I hope they do this more often. I hope they come to the U.S. more for shows like this because it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. You know, it was it was good. New Japan, hell yeah. Yeah, it was great. Great show. On that note, I don't know. Uh, we've been talking for a while. Getting tired of talking to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2.22 a.m. the Chamber, everybody. 
Damn, it's 2 a.m. for you, huh? It's 2 a.m. Oh, wow. That's 2.22, crazy. to be exact. Oh, 2.22. Two, two. It's your lucky day. 2.22. Two, two. Two, two, two. Hell yeah. Two, two, Hell yeah. Two. Um, two, two, so eight. I guess, like, there was some stuff on Dynamite that's kind of worth talking about. AEW announced that they're going to do a new show. Uh, well, Tony Khan announced that Adam Cole was going to announce uh, that there's a new show called AEW All Access, which is going to be some kind of reality show. It's going to be like an hour-long show after Dynamite on TBS. Uh, and I have a feeling it's going to be like the Adam Cole and Britt Baker show because uh, he mentioned the Britt Baker. Uh, show. Like how Montez and Bianca are getting their reality shows. Yeah, kind of like something like that. Uh, but a lot, hopefully a lot more like behind-the-scenes stuff because he said it'd be a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. So that'd be yeah. super cool. It'd be fun. I don't know if I'll watch it. I'll, like, I'll yeah, it I guess time. Roads to the Top is not a thing anymore, right? So right. No. That's, you're right. Yeah. So they have to fill that that gap. So maybe that's what we get with like the backstage quote unquote stuff. And they mentioned different uh, talent in the press release, but you could be right, dude. It could just be all. Well, because he just been, he said it'll be featuring me and Britt Baker. He just mentioned them too, but maybe he you know yeah. there's other people. So I feel like it'll be a heavy emphasis on those two because they're very liked, you know, and I yeah. feel like they could get a strong fan base. With a TV oh, yeah. show like that, and then it also makes me think about uh, Britt Baker. Uh, th- this whole this whole Soraya and Tony Storm heel turn, it's terrible. It's like the worst heel turn ever. There's it's no the reason for them to be heel. They're the attacking worst. Willow. Like who the fuck is Willow? Um, but I realized what the purpose of it is. It's because they needed to get Britt in a babyface role quickly so they could uh, launch the show right before before the show launches. Wow. Because okay. Britt just became a baby face in the last month or so, and the show's launching next month. That's so, yeah, true. I think they wanted to get her in that baby face role. And and Soraya is so beloved, it doesn't matter if she's here or her face. You know, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Get her off TV. I'm so tired of her. What I, she, I, I told know. my fr- I was texting my friend earlier, and I said, uh, Soraya and Tony Storm are, are PMS if PMS thought they were the NWO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the spray paint is just not good it's just not conducive it's to not. and it's, there's, good, it's, no. there's no reason for it those are two like I don't know I want to see them as baby faces they you know Saray hasn't had much of a run yet they both haven't had much not of a run anything. she's had like what a two month run and already heel turn that was, already yeah. heel turn yeah yeah just giving people the finger on TV like meh, great just don't even eh yeah. I just don't care for it, unfortunately. I don't but, either. You know, I really don't. And I, 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 I want to like them, and I want to like the women's division, but I feel like Soraya kind of puts a whole damper on the whole division. And it's she sad does. because you were think we were thinking she was going to come in and elevate the division. <laughs> it's you know, it's yeah, she's like a wet blanket. Yeah, yeah, it's just. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I like the match at uh, uh, the forum, the forum, the tag match. I thought that was all right. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. decent. But now, but it's yeah, like, so. So I feel like they wanted to get Britain that babyface role now so she can be on this show and uh, and get some fans for AEW. That makes sense. That makes sense. We'll see. Yeah. We got a couple more matches announced for Revolution. Yes. A lot of matches, right? Yeah. Uh, actually, hey, there's now there's a three-way for the championship. It's Hater, Soraya, and Ruby Soho. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, they're doing a weird that was uh, thing where Ruby's in the middle of them, which is weird too, because 
she did she she wasn't the middle one they were when when they were switched now that they they switched sides she's like stuck in right. the middle it's just weird so it's some interest i guess right in where ruby goes yeah that's kind of what the story is ruby you know that's they kind of hot shot her when she came in so i'm hoping this elevates her yeah she's definitely like a main event player on the women's yeah. roster you know yeah and she's not featured very well either at the moment. No, not not at no, all. Yeah, she's like she's like the girl Miro. <laughs> the Rubeemer. <laughs> the Rubeemer. Uh, anything else that came out of Dynamite that's worth mentioning? No, I mean uh, the six man. There's now a six man tag for the uh, World Trios. It's the elite. oh yeah, isn't it? Uh, uh, House oh, of that Black. got announced. House of yep. Black. Oh shit! Well, they challenged them. Yeah, they challenged them. The elite versus the House of Black. That's gonna be really good. I missed that. They it challenged them. The heel in this. I feel like everybody. Like yeah. The House <laughs> And then they're having that like a four way tag match for the titles. Right. They I did feel a like tag I feel like you, there's so much talk about AEW not having a good tag division that they're overcompensating now. Like yeah. no, we this we do. Look how many tag teams we have. <laughs> Look at all this: Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Great, <laughs> right? You know? Like, who cares about Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett? I don't need that. I need a homegrown tag team. Yeah, clearly they don't have faith in Acclaim versus uh, Guns again. So, like, let's inject you know a few more. And is it now? Is it elimination or just a fail? Oh, so you just need one. It's not elimination. So you you pin one team and it's over. So you can keep both teams strong. So probably what's going to happen is. Guns are gonna keep the title, and they're not yeah. gonna pin the plane. That's they'll just roll yeah. up. They'll just roll up buttons or something. Yeah, somebody will go over. And then, like, they're having another battle royal next week to determine the other team that's in it. The other team, yeah, yeah the casino uh, tag team battle royal. Yeah. yeah, why would you do that on the pay per view? But I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's silly. The tonight they have the Revolution battle royal. Next week is the casino battle royal. Uh, Jericho and Ricky Starks has a stipulation that the Jericho Appreciation Society will be banned from ringside. So that was Ooh. that was a pretty bad promo. Ricky Starks baited him into it, and Jericho's like, "I know you're baiting me into this," and he still did it. It was weird. <laughs> the pen, the pen gimmick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jericho's like, I, was, "I would say that right now, but I don't have a pen." And Ricky Starks is like, "I got a pen right here." <laughs> holds it up, clicks it, the whole fucking crowd pops. They love it. Ricky's getting it. over. I love it. Good for him. Yeah, he, he's getting he's getting his uh, you know, he's getting his time. He's earned it. Oh, I, I feel like I'm becoming less and less a fan of MJF promos. Yeah, like his promo tonight was like, "Oh, nobody likes me. I hate you because people like you, and nobody likes me, and I have no family, and you have a family." I don't know. I just didn't like it. He does have a family. He's married to a hot uh, Jewish woman from the tribe. Yeah. She's an artist. Yeah, artist. Yeah, and she spends her days painting CM Punk all day. (laughs) No wonder he's so miserable. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a bunch of CM Punk paintings in his house. (laughs) She probably did the uh, Kenny Omega, Don Callis shirtless gimmick, too. They're all cut up and ripped. Yeah. She probably did that, too. Yeah, that'll be a good match. Decent, you know. 
I'm excited back. for that. I'm excited for this Texas death match between Moxley and Page. Oh, that's yeah, Moxley yeah, and Adam that'll be Page. Good. Texas that'll death. be a car wreck. That's yes. Be. Lots of high spots. Lots of blood, for sure. Oh, yeah. Moxley bleeds just walking to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> He's already blading on his way out. Yeah, he is. Just a I got a match. <laughs> he throws the blade under like the chair. That's why he, he, that's why he does the shoulders because he's trying to, you know, he's trying to hide the. <laughs> <laughs> trying to hide. Like Moxley's already bleeding. He hasn't even got to the ring yet. <laughs> <laughs> Moxley is busted open. He hasn't even. He hasn't even gotten the ring yet. The bell hasn't even rung, folks. <laughs> Moxley's already pouring buckets. <laughs> Who do you think he is, the Sandman? Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, let's get out of here, you we guys. Don't, we don't want to see Moxie sweet. with a can of beer at the ring. That might be who. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. He just got out of rehab. <laughs> oh, oh no. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. On that note, on that note, let's get out of here, you guys. Uh, uh, go ahead, plug your up. social media. Yeah, for the comedy, uh, I will not be going to rehab uh, tomorrow. But uh, at for the comedy on Instagram, uh, uh, on my link tree, uh, on my website, I got this. I got this beautiful podcast on there. Support this podcast. Support these two uh, beautiful men that I do this show with. Thank you. You can find me Xavier on Instagram at Lord Xavier. You can find me on Twitter at Xavier Venom. Hit the link tree. Find my music. Find some merch, find this podcast, find some tickets to shows that haven't been announced yet. Thank you all for the support, and I love my dudes too. So, cheers. Yeah, love the dudes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. You can find me at Funky San Medina across the board. I got tickets, I got merch, I got all that fun stuff, and uh, mighty, mighty cheers. Oh, I like that. Mighty, mighty cheers. Mighty, oh, yeah. mighty. I got mighty, mighty. It's very yeah. mighty. Yeah, it seems like I don't have anything. I have anything. I'm sober still. Punching the. T- <laughs> I'll just wave at the end. Yeah. yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for coming. Bye, y'all. Get home safe. Get home safe, everybody. Yeah. <laughs>